Welcome back, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Dungeons and & Dragons and & Bears, oh my. I am Patrick, your host and DM for this all-original Dungeons & Dragons campaign. This week will be the first of two special episodes that will focus on each of the characters going off on their own to deal with some personal matters. This week, we will be following the stories of Malden as he tries to locate his village and runs into Kosdri, as well as Cadwin as he rushes off to try to save his family after finding the photograph at the Tower of Noviat. So, Molden, the last time that we saw you, you had just encountered Kosdri, the gnome, uh, who revealed himself to you when you were you were on your way to go back to your your village, which you kind of magically teleported to further than you've ever teleported before. Um, and he revealed himself to be Nutty, the squirrel who initially led you out of your village and and into this world. And your village was not where you thought it should be. Um, and he basically said that he wanted you to follow him yet again. So what what would you want to do? So, hey, Nutty or Kazi or whatever your name is, like, I followed you before and now I'm stuck here. So I need a little bit more to go on than just follow me this time. Yes, 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 of course. Um, well, you see... Your village was going to be leaving early, and, and you need to be here because there's important stuff, and, and you should be here, not there. We really need you here. Um, and if you if you come with me, I think that maybe, uh, and he kind of like gestures at your necklace, and he's like, this might make a lot more sense, uh, so just come. And he starts like, and so he's a, he's a gnome, so he's, he's really tiny, and he like walks up and starts like tugging on your hand. I, I mean, I let him hold my hand but I'm just looking at him I'm like why do I, I, I need more like you you basically kidnapped me you just told me you knew my village was gonna leave well, I didn't so, I didn't I didn't kidnap you I mean you, you came with me and, and then you left and then if I didn't and you then would you have, left you would have left away so, and then you left no I took you to where you needed to go you needed to meet the other elf he needed you uh, yeah that elf's a jerk well you know how elves are oh, uh... And he kind of like pauses and remembers that you're an elf. He's like, you know how elves from this world are. Am I right? Fine. I will come with you because I want to learn more about my necklace. And if I find out you're lying to me, I'm going to have squirrel stew tonight. Hmm. He kind of just like whimpers. <laughs> he's like, but it's okay. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not lying. And so as you're walking, he's kind of walking like very excitedly. Uh, kind of like tugging at your hand, much as if like like a little kid who's like wanting to go to the toy section and a store might like pull their parents uh, to try to go in that direction. Uh, and he's he's basically talking like a mile a minute. Like what 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 have you been doing? Uh, where did you go? I the two of you were there, and then I left very quickly because I had to go check on something, and then I came back and you were gone. And I don't know what happened, and I got really nervous, but I'm so happy to see you again. I'm happy you returned. Uh, what happened? Yeah, so you abandoned me with, with that other elf. Uh, I think his name is Cadwin. And then he threw me into his net and hung strung me up from a tree. From there, I met this terrifying woman, um, a wood elf, and... She put me to sleep against my will and then threw me in a dungeon. So oh, you've, you've not then, had a great time here then. No, I haven't. So I hope you understand why I'm not so inclined to trust you right now. And then the the best part of all of this is I've been randomly turning into animals. And I don't really know why. First it was a donkey, then it was a dog and I don't know what's going on, but all of the tips and magic that I've known for the last 70 years that I've practiced with my mom is starting to screw up, and I'm really not feeling that great about it. And and when you when you mention that, his eyes just kind of light up. He's like, you, you've already turned into an animal like this? And he quickly turns into a hawk and kind of like flies around your head for a little bit. And then... 
as he starts like dive bombing towards the ground, he turns back into a gnome uh, and gracefully lands on the ground. Like that? Can you do that? Have you done that yet? No. Oh. Well, it's okay. I'll teach you. I knew it. I We knew that you were one of the ones that we needed to have help us. Have you ever noticed that you're not like other people from around you? You're very different than the rest of them. Uh, I've always known that you were different. I've been watching you since you were a little kid. Well, I mean, I'm from... I'm from my village, and we're we're all different. But oh, yes, I, I even there, the even time. there, I was different. Like I'm still the only purple person, the only the only purple skinned person there. And then the people here seem to that that elf that you wanted me to befriend seems to not care for me because I'm purple and different. So, well, sometimes people around here don't like people who are different. Look at me, and he kind of like points at how like disheveled he looks and. Uh, covered in mud and all that stuff. He's like, I'm, I'm very different from a lot of people, and it's not always easy. But, you know, eventually they get to know you, and they like you. Uh, or they don't, and then it doesn't matter. But uh, I have good friends, and I'm sure you'll be good friends with them too. And once they get to know you, I'm sure they'll like you, because I like you. I've been playing with you for a long, long time. Uh, I've been different animals many, many times. I come to your world all the time. It's always hard to find wait. it, though. It's always in a different wait, place. Wait, 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 wait. You can you can come freely to my village. Well, whenever it's here, we know when it's gonna come. Oh, just when the disappearances happen. Yeah, or the appearances. Yeah, it that. doesn't disappear; it appears, and then it disappears, and then it appears again. We've always wondered where it went to, but we've learned how to track and figure out where it's gonna be. So I've traveled all over Siffindale, uh, for probably a hundred years now, uh, figuring out where it's gonna be, and it's fun to go because you people are different. But you're Wait, very different. You know where you know where my village is going to show back up? Well, no. I mean, normally we do, but not this time. It might be a while. And You mean like the 15 years that it normally is? No. No, it 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 might be longer. And uh he kind of like grows serious and then you uh cuz you've been walking this whole time uh as you've been talking and you start to approach Kind of like what looks to be a like a cave opening in the side of a mountain. He's like, come on, uh, this way. I want you to meet my friends. I think things will make a whole lot more sense. And you notice uh, at the top of the cave is an engraving that looks very sim- uh, identical to your necklace. So I'm going to stop and be like, um, what is this symbol? And why does it match the one on my necklace? How do you know about my necklace? That's the only thing I have from my parents. Your parents gave you that? I just assumed you found it here sometime. Uh, but I guess this makes a whole lot more sense. Nope, it was the only thing that my step-parents found on me as a baby. Oh, that, that and I was I, That and I was wrapped up in some rags. Yes, well, this symbol, he kind of points at your, your little pendant that has the pearl that has the exact same uh, design, and he's like, that's, that's for the true goddess. And it's from a long time ago. People the, don't remember. The true goddess? Yes, yes, yes. People used to believe in the one true goddess, and then, ugh, let me tell you, people have just been believing everything, but our people, we've kept the ways. We know about the true nature of, of magic and love, and everything that is good, and everything that is evil on, on all of Siffindel, uh, and pretty much the entire universe, your place included. You might not know that you're part of Siffindel, but you are. Uh, at one point, your land was part of our land, and then it disappeared one day. Wait, my village used to actually be in Siffindel all the time? Yeah. Oh. Okay. I mean, not when I was there. I'm not that old. But like 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 2 million years ago. Maybe longer. At this point I'm kind of skeptical, but Nadia is also talking a lot, and so I'm just like, let's go. Like like resigned that I'm I'm going to go, but also like I'm going to be nice and friendly and move into the cave and hopefully we can find someone that's slightly more calm. Yeah, that's not nutty. It's, it's, <laughs> it's kind of where my it's kind of where Malden's at now. It's like I'm, I'm just we're gonna move along. Cool. Um, so when you walk into the cave, as you cross the threshold of the cave, you notice that your pendant's gonna start glowing. Like as I'm walking underneath the symbol. Yeah. Gotcha. Like the symbol is gonna light up in a blue, like a soft blue light. Oh, the one that's on the mountain is on the cave entrance. Uh, you wouldn't see the one on the cave entrance. It would be like but while you were behind, yeah, 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 behind, behind it, like it'd be behind you, but on your necklace, like you'll see a soft blue light emanating just gotcha. from the engraving. Uh, and then it's going to stop uh, shortly after. Like as I move away from the symbol on the mountain? Yeah, like after you move away from it. 
Uh, and so as you're walking, uh, this cave, which looked like from the outside to be relatively small, is going to open up and start becoming much wider. And, and even though it looked really dark from the front, there's torches and other things that are, are lighting it up uh, kind of as you're walking. And you're not seeing anybody else yet. But what you do see on this cave are really old uh, drawings uh, in which you can see a bunch of purple looking people uh, transforming into animals, um, purple looking people kind of having like a, a big celebratory dinner like in their village, uh, kind of like different like life scenes uh, throughout. Gotcha. And so, and I'm still like Nutty still relatively close to me. He's like right next to you, yeah. Gotcha. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop and go like walk over and inspect these murals. And say why why are all these people purple? Are there other purple people? Are there other people like me? Not really anymore. There were at one point. But like you said, people are not always comfortable with what they're not used to. Um, our legends had it that the purple people were once the descendants from the goddess herself. And other than me, like, am I the only one that you know? You said you've traveled all over Siftendil. I mean, I've seen some people who have a light purple hue. Uh, even lighter than there. yours. Oh, all over. There's a lot in the free cities. I want to go there. Oh, we Can can't you take go me there, there now. It's too far. Besides, more important things. You'll probably, you'll have to go there at some point, I'm sure. I, I press him for that on that for for a little bit because it's like no I want to go to the people like me like, it's not like they're not all like you like there's five million people who live there of course there's gonna be a couple like you there's there's tons million. of people everywhere what is, what is million a lot how many people are in your village I've never counted there's maybe 50 oh um, so if you had like a couple thousand of your villages that would be the one city and in there there's probably oh. like 20 people who might be purple but sometimes it's hard to tell sometimes they just got there's stuck in paint many. or something there's not that many people oh just you wait but it's not it's not a friendly place for people like you okay nutty why did you bring me here come what's you... really going on why are these purple people turning into animals am i gonna keep turning into an animal like what you did the 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 quiet one from that pe those that group you sent me to he kept saying that I was a druid which I've read about druids but didn't think they actually existed yes I'm a druid they were just they were just fairy tales no 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 people here thought you were a fairy tale uh, everyone's gonna be so excited to see you uh, but we are all druids many of us trace our power back to those original people. And he kind of like gestures at all of the purple people on the wall. They were druids. It runs in your blood. So you're a druid. Can you teach me how to be a druid? Of course. And he's going to uh, then continue walking with you. And, and the cave is going to open up. Uh, and it's going to actually open up into kind of a huge open area. And you're going to see about 60 to 70 different people. Uh, so there's going to be all sorts of people. There's dwarves. There's gnomes. There's humans, there's elves, there's half-elves, uh, there's orcs, uh, kind of all hiding in here. Uh, dressed very similar to Nutty. Uh, and when they see you, they all kind of stop their idle chatter and just stop and stare. So whenever I first see them, I'm going to grab my bow stuff out and be like, because I've not had good experiences with any people in this <laughs> world. So... I'm very much on the defensive whenever I see these people. And then one of them, uh, one of the humans, is going to kind of step forward slightly, like half a step forward, and then bow down on one knee. And then all of the rest of them are going to bow down as well. I'm going to say, it's, it's true then, Kazdri. You you weren't lying. He he does exist. Oh my god, Kazdri's the village idiot. No one believed him, did they? No. Would you believe Kaz Would you believe Kazdri? No. <laughs> and then Kazri's going to say, of course. <laughs> I told you he was real and he is here to save us. We only have two months just under and plans are afoot and it could mean bad things. But this boy arriving means great things. Nutty, where did you bring me? This is my home. This, 
These what are my friends. Look. And he kind of like gestures around. At one point, my parents said I would never have any friends, but look at all of the friends I have now. And they love me. Look, they're kneeling in front of me. <laughs> and he kind of like puffs his chest up a little bit. Okay. You're friends with me, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and like, so like, I still have like my, my bow staff kind of like, not necessarily as menacing, but like I'm still holding it like at the ready. And I slowly move towards like the the one person, the human that like initially stepped forward and bowed down. And who who are you? And where am I? Where did where did Nutty bring me to? Uh, yes, my name is is Jacob, and and he um still has his head kind of down, uh, not wanting to make eye contact with you. And this is our home. This is our circle. Uh, it is where we live. Many people here do not like us. They fear what we can do. All right, stop. Look, look up. S stand up. But look at me. Like, okay. I I don't know what's going on here, but like, get off. Get, stand up. <clears throat> like, like I'm, I'm kind of weirded out that this you, dude is just like bowing down and not looking at me. You humble me. You're, you're great, 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 sir. But most of my people stay hidden here. I can walk about freely in this in this area and it's fine. Um, Kazri tends to go out only in animal form. Uh, most people when they leave only go out in animal form. Uh, the humans, he like kind of gestures to himself and, and a spattering of other humans and the elves, you know, we can more or less blend in. Um, but others, and he points specifically at the half-orcs and the dwarves, are not are not as welcome here, nor were they welcome in their homeland. So... Um, but we have more important things to talk about. Yeah, like, where am I? I'm in a cave. You said this is your circle? No, this is a cave. No, the circle is our our family. Might be another word for it. So this is just where your village is? Oh, yes. But we don't have, okay. like, a store or anything like that. We have to go forage in the woods. Um, but this is where we live. You don't have a bakery? No. I mean, we forage for nuts and fruit. That's pretty much it. Which I ask because I grew up in in, a, in my stepfather's bakery. I mean, every now and then we'll go and we uh we steal stuff from the local bakeries. Um, but the nearest town is pretty far away from here, as you probably have noticed. Yep. Um, okay. And so as you're there. Well, um, when you're looking around, you'll see that uh, so the this giant room uh, opens up, and if you look directly above you, you realize that it's not so much like a full cave, and there's a giant hole in the ceiling, like in the roof of this cave, uh, where you can kind of see the 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 sky. Um, and if you look around, uh, you'll see a whole bunch of cave drawings that look much more recent than the other ones uh, and so on these cave drawings you see uh, what looks to be the sun being eclipsed by the moon and then turning red uh, and then it just looks kind of like blood smearing all over at the uh, after that then yeah would ask like why is why is there blood on your eclipse drawing what's, what's going on there so some is of that these that dark solstice that the the evil witch was talking about oh she is not evil she threw me in a dungeon for no reason whatsoever oh. well first she first she put me to sleep using magic and then i woke up in a dungeon that i do not know about but i will say she has done great things for us she knows that we are here she protects us she has only the best intentions for this country and okay. then he kind of points uh, it says, you asked about these drawings, some of them, and he gestures towards the cave entrance when you walked in. He says, were just that. They were drawings that our ancestors' ancestors made, just documenting their lives, or, or so we believe. Um, but other ones, every now and then, there is a person throughout our history who has been able to see things that have not happened yet. 
and and then Kazri. Oh, he's like, like yeah, a, yeah, like yeah. A uh, my my grandpa was one of them, and he kind of like points at a couple of drawings um, that show like a giant bear attacking. He's like, my grandpa drew those two weeks before they happened. No one knew it was gonna happen, but he warned them. Um, and then Jacob is just like, yes, yes, Kazri, but to the important things. And he points over at the the solstice one. Says these were drawn last week, before Esmeralda killed herself, throwing herself along the wall to complete that final one. And he points to the blood, and she ushered the warning that unless things are stopped, it will be the end of times. Excuse me. But before she died, she drew this other painting. Uh, and he points over, and you see a semi-purplish elf-like creature and she ushered us the warning to find him Esmeralda knew about me like who is this person how does she know about me I'm guessing that's me if there's no other purple people well we didn't know it was you we weren't always sure that Esmeralda uh really had the gift if you know what I mean uh she made some predictions that weren't always that great but uh and he kind of points at uh, a series of paintings that were like to the left of the solstice one it says she she drew all of these about a year ago um, and she claimed that they were going to be the harbinger of the end times and slowly every single one of them has come to pass and now here we are two months before this is going to happen and no one believed that this little boy that she drew could help or even existed. None of us have seen a person uh, that purple in, well, ever. Uh, we see them on the walls. Uh, we so read about them drawings? in fairy tales. But, you know, we always thought it was exaggerated. We see people who might be a little light purple. Um, sometimes, you know, it's a result of magic gone poorly or other things. You never know. Um, but Khosri was adamant that he knew of this boy and that he would find him and bring him here and here you are I look down at Nutty and I'm like we're gonna have a little talk later I'm like alright well I'm here so you want me to save the world that that seems a little grandiose well yes but you're a grandiose person surely you must be a huge hero who has done tons of things I mean, look at you. And he kind of like points at your staff. Uh, you, 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 you look like you'd know what you're doing, right? Right? And they <laughs> all kind of like look at you expectantly. Like all, like everyone in the room yeah. does? Like they're not still kneeling. They've finally gotten up. And uh, they're they're not still kneeling, beard. but they're now looking at you with like hope in their eyes. Gotcha. So it's like, really? Right? Right? And I'm like, uh, no. Like, I I randomly turn into animals whenever I try and use the spells that I know. And I look at the half-orcs that are in, the, in that area, and I look over towards them, and I'm like, and they're terrifying. Oh, I'm sorry. You get used to them. No. I was almost kidnapped as a child. Well, no, like I, I don't know what who y'all think I am, but I'm just I'm just a, a barely not even of completely of age elf that wants to go back to his village. And then and now I'm started to turn into animals whenever I cast spells. So he points at the the pearl uh, with the engraving on it, which is no longer glowing, and then walks over and points at the drawing, and you see one that has a, a necklace identical to yours. And says, we can teach you how to control your wild shaping. My, my what? Say what it's now? It's called wild shaping. It's one of the most powerful forms of druid magic. We draw our, our magic from nature, from the goddess herself. And we can turn into almost any animal that you can think of. Some are easier than others. It might take you a while to be able to do some of them. But the fact that you're just doing it unintentionally is, is amazing. We've never heard of any druid being able to do that. Usually it takes years and years of practice. Nope. Mine was just a horrifying experience of 
trying to help out this group that I was traveling with, and instead of the vines that I can summon from the ground, I turned into a mule. Oh, one of my favorites when I was a boy. I loved being a mule. So you can teach me how to how to not turn into animals. I sure sign me up. Um, I don't know if I'm on board with all of this believing in a goddess. Um, I've seen what I've seen the the awful things that happen whenever people believe in in deities that aren't there. But and if I can learn to control this power, that would be great. And he kind of points at your. Uh, necklace, and then he gestures up to the the hole in the ceiling, uh, and it's now nighttime, and you see, kind of like a crescent moon, and he says, "There, there she is. That is where we draw our power from. That is the symbol of her love in the sky." The moon, and I just like look at him like he's kind of dumb. Yes, focus on the moon, and you will be able to control your power. Come. We will start our training tonight. Um, can it wait until morning? I've kind of had a rough day. Earlier, like a few hours ago, I was God knows where in this tower and turned into a dog and then found some books about me and then realized my village was gone, so I teleported what had to be miles. Much farther than I've ever, ever just teleported before. Like, I'm kind of yes, we exhausted. Can, we can wait until tomorrow night, but it will be much better to train. When the moon is in her full, or as bright as she can be this time. But we can't wait too long to start. And then kind of looks over at uh, the, the drawing of the solstice approaching. So, Cadewin. The last yeah. time we saw you, or heard from you, you had fled Noviat, had been kind yeah. of running through the woods for several days, and came across your parents' cabin, which you haven't yeah. seen in, in, in a while now, and you learned that it was, like, when you got there, it was completely burned to the ground, and yeah. you saw a ton of dead bodies uh, who resembled the cultists that you mm -hmm. had been fighting. So when you get there... What do you do? What's going through your head? Uh, I'm going to be kind of checking over the cultists, checking the, um, you know, checking the grounds, trying to see, you know, what I can pick up with my ranger skills and just being able to, like, figure out kind of what, what went down. Okay. Is there anything, like, in particular that you're looking for? I guess it's kind of like... I, I'm gonna write, like kind of look at the house, look at the surroundings, see if I like see any bodies like that could look like my parents or my brothers. Uh, that I think that's probably where I would start first. Okay, so you would like run into the house, see if you well, saw okay, anyone or clarification. Is it like when I when I'm visioning the burning to the ground, like it's like a husk charcoal thing, or is it like burning still? It's no longer burning, but it's not. It's not like completely okay. like ashes, right? There's still some semblance of structure. Okay. Like it looks like it got put out um, okay. partway through, but it's, I mean, it's uninhabitable at this point. There'd be huge sure. holes in it, but there is still a basic, like you can see where the door would be and stuff like that. Okay. Then yeah, I would, I would go into the house. I, if that was the case, then scratch everything else. I would like run into the house to check it out. Okay. So you run into the house and you look around and you don't see anything. There's Nothing. no sign. I mean, you would see charred furniture, charred possessions, but no sign of people being gotcha. in there. Um, I would. Is, can I go upstairs? Is that safe, or is like the the stairs, like dead? I would say that the upstairs, like no. it doesn't okay. even really exist anymore. Sure. Like the sure. stairs probably go, you know, four or five stairs up, and then no longer exist. Um, can I go? I guess from there. I would go into the pasture. Are the cows there? Are they dead? Yeah, the cows are, are there. Most of them are dead. There's a few that okay. aren't, but they look kind of badly burned. Okay. They're going to die soon anyways. Okay. Probably. Um, 
I kind of, because knowing that my my father kind of like dispatched a few of them and kind of looking around and seeing if anything's out in the pasture, um, kind of was like casing, like walking around the entire property, just taking in whatever, whatever I can take in. Sure. So you don't see any evidence of any like beasts or anything that that attacked. It's pretty clear to you that these cultists who were there were likely responsible okay. um, for this. You do notice a set of tracks from a carriage on kind of a not even like a carriage, like a caravan of people uh, okay. that had come in. Um, you do see like an abandoned carriage uh, that is painted completely black with stars all over it hmm. kind of okay. matching the masks that the cultists were wearing um, and then separate from that you see like foot traffic from what appears to be soldiers like marching okay. in a like walking in an orderly fashion. is it going to come from Merkwell or is it coming from like the castle area it would be coming from the direction of the castle area oh okay I'm gonna go check out the black starry thing. Okay. Um, are you looking for anything in particular? Just, I, I think at this point, just like, since I don't see anyone, I don't really know what's going on. I see all these tracks. I'm just trying to like, kind of figure out if there's anything there. Sure, so you can, I mean, this wasn't harmed okay. in the fire. So you can open the door. And when you, you look inside, it's pretty barren on the okay. inside but you do see scattered on one of the benches. So there's benches on either side. So kind of okay. the front end and the back end. Um, maybe where like three people could sit on each one. So relatively wide. Um, on one of them, you do see another photograph. Oh, okay. Of, Is it one? You see, so you see several photographs. Um, different than the one that you saw, but okay. all very similar. So they're all of the same topic. Uh, which is you and all of your family in your daily life. Okay, I gather those. Okay, and in addition, you see a map of Soli. So just a map of Soli with an X over the area where you live. Okay, I'll take that too. I mean, I guess I, I think knowing that I can't find anyone, I'm probably just collecting as much evidence as possible at this time. So I'll take I'll take all the pictures, I'll take the map, because, you know, maybe maybe they, they'll make sense later. Okay. So, and that's it. There's nothing else Okay. in this area. Okay. Um, I guess I will... So, are the, the tracks leading only in? Or can I see that, like, the wave of soldiers marching in and then, like, leaving? So, you can tell that they're... You, you see them clearly coming in. And then you also see the tracks leaving. But okay. you can tell that there's something different about the tracks that are leaving than the ones okay. that were coming in. So there are maybe like two or three less soldiers who are exiting oh. than were coming in. You also see the addition of four new sets of footprints that oh. aren't in combat boots. So they're like, there are all these like combat boots that were marching in. You see four that would be walking out in kind of normal shoes. Okay. So I guess I'm going to follow that. Okay. I'm like, going to follow those. So you would follow them, and pretty much they're going to lead straight to the castle. Okay. Then, yeah, I'll, I'll do... Isn't it like a day or something? Like, walk? It's back kind of like a... Castle? Yeah. Um, No, it's not really even a full day. You're about maybe around four or five hours. So a good, okay. like, yeah. half day. Half day of travel. Sure. I'm, I'm just, yeah, following them back to wherever they lead. So I'm assuming I, I land in the capital. Yep, you land in the capital, and they would uh, take you straight to not the main entrance of the castle. Okay. But kind of to a side entrance. Okay. Did is this? I was I was out when I came, but is this where we left from, or did we leave out the main entrance to go? You did leave out of a side entrance, but it was not this side entrance. Oh, okay. So you would have uh, left out of... So you're on the side entrance that's kind of closest to Merkwell. So you're on the east side of yeah. the castle. Um, so if you're in Sound, and I know I haven't sent you a map of the city yet. Uh, right. So you're not familiar with what it looks like. But the castle is right on the coast. 
Oh, okay. So the the castle is like yeah. right at the the southernmost tip of the city. Um, you know, Queen's got to get her views. Right. Um. So Merkwell is on the the east side of the capital. So you kind of came straight into an entrance on the east side, kind of right along the cliffs. And then okay. uh, when you left, you were heading to Noviat. You would have left out of the Western. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Servants entrance or exit, if you will. Okay. Um, and I, I, is it, could I say that I can surmise as much as like the soldiers came dispatched the horde of, of people and then my parents and my brothers are, are now walking here. Yeah, you can, you can despite, I would say you could surmise that. Okay, cool. So are, are there guards? There are no guards on the outside of, of this door. Um, okay. There's, and there's, I'm assuming this door is probably locked. I can't like walk through yeah, it. Like you could knock. Okay. Uh, and open and and try to go in here. You could go around to the front to the main entrance, um, but this would definitely be locked from the side. And there okay. are going to be guards in the front door. At the front. Yeah. So I guess like looking at this and being like, I'm not like dealing with like Cade's very like straightforward of just like I'm not going to deal with like this back and forth. I just rather speak to someone directly. So he's probably going to go straight around to the front and see the first guard and be like take me to the queen. Okay, yeah, and and he will look at you and kind of pause for a second and say, "Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, of course. We've been we've been waiting for you. Uh please hurry, come with me." And so he will take you um back into if you remember when you woke up, uh so yeah. not not when you woke up in your bedroom, but then after you kind of woke up from that, you went into the queen's the merciful divine's private sitting chambers. Yeah. So they'll take you back to that room. Okay. And when you get there, you will see, you don't see Idina, but what, who you do see are your parents. So you see Nara and Olivin. You're alive. I like, I run up to them and, and like try to embrace them. And do I see my brothers at all? Or are they not here? They're not here right now. Okay. Uh, they're not. In the, so the only people in this room right now are your, are your two parents. So they're going to embrace you. As well, and say, "Oh my, oh my God, Cadwin, it's, I, I'm, I'm so happy you're here, and that you weren't, you weren't at home when this happened." What happened? I, we don't, we don't really know. We were, everything was fine. Your, your brothers were out in the pasture taking care of the cows, and the next thing we knew, we smelled smoke. Hmm. And people had the house surrounded we 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 don't know if if it wasn't for the soldiers showing up in time we don't we don't know where we would be right now or if we'd be well thank god for the soldiers the instant do you do you know anything and i'll show them the pictures like do you know anything about this like someone i, I came here i got captured i know i wasn't supposed to but they sent me out on this quest the queen did, and there was nothing I could do about it. We we fought with these. Did they have like white masks and stuff? Could you see that or black masks? They and then your father is gonna kind of look at the photographs and just go silent. And your mother's gonna look at them and get a little sad mm. and tearful, and, and you know she's gonna say, you know they they had black masks on. There wasn't any any white masks. Hmm. Um, you, how did you know that though? Know what? About the masks. So on this, this quest that the queen sent us on, we, we ran into these, these cultists with black and, and there was one who was leading all of them with a white mask and she had one of our pictures and the queen and these people that I were with, they were talking about stuff around this black solstice thing or dark solstice i don't know i wasn't paying attention i was just trying to get information on you guys since this picture came and once the queen knew that something was going to happen to you guys i left i came straight to the house i ran for four days you you shouldn't have done that Cade. I, I we're happy to see you don't get me wrong 
but you need to be far away from from Soli. Do you remember the day before you left? The merciful yeah. divine came to visit us. Yeah. And and we told you that you needed to leave. Yeah. She came to tell us that there was a group of people who were after you. What? So no one thought it would be important to tell me? We thought the more you knew, the more... She didn't think that anything was going to happen soon. We thought if you got out of the town, if you got out of the country, you'd be fine. You'd be safe. She wanted to have you go work for her. We wanted you as far away from trouble as we could, and that's why we told you to run. But it, it uh, seems they found you no matter where, where you were. Yeah, I mean, it's not that they found me. I w the queen had some disturbance at one of... Uh, a place, obviously, I've never been to. And there was this tower that we had to go investigate. Pretty much, I just was going through the paces because the, the soonest I could leave, I was going to try to get out of there. But they had these two, uh, three, yeah, three guards from the queen following me and this other elf? I had never seen him before. He's purple. Purple? And yeah. Actually, thinking about it, that's when all of this, that's when I got captured. He just appeared out of nowhere and I was too busy dealing with him and then the queen's guard basically showed up and then she blew a powder in my face and I was out. Well, she she has been known to to overreact sometimes. Overreacting? I w we will have words with her about that. And and so as you're talking about this, as you're talking about kind of how you got captured, the merciful divine is going to enter the room. And okay. she's going to say, "I I came as soon as I heard, Kate, I'm I'm so happy you're okay. If I had known that those people were going to be there, I would not have sent you there." It was never my intention to put you in harm's way. And yet, you took me from my family, and you let their house get burned. I didn't let their house get burned. I went, I sent my soldiers there as soon as I heard what you had found to make sure that they were okay. I see. But it's amazing how these things were all targeting me, and I'm the only one who didn't know anything. And, and with that, she's going to kind of look at your parents and kind of like exchange a glance with them. And then your dad is going to say, Cadwin, I think, I think it's time for you to learn the truth. And I think that this is a conversation that, that you need to have with Idina on her own. You told me not to be anywhere near her. Because we wanted you to be safe. We wanted you out of this country. More secrets. And they're going to kind of get really sad. Both of your parents are going to get really sad and then look over to Idina and she's going to come over and sit down and ask you to, to take a seat. I mean, I begrudgingly will, but I'm like not comfortable the entire time. Okay. She's going to say, Cade, I, I must admit there's already been so many secrets and I have to start by telling you another one. That, okay. that your parents were so helpful in, in doing. As, as, as you might have noticed, you don't necessarily look like other wood elves. Yes. Have you not ever wondered why that is? I mean... I I don't know. It never really came up. Like, I thought it was odd that I was, like, slightly different from my brother and my parents, but I never questioned anything. And she's going to uh, reach out and try to, like, put her hand, like, on your leg. I mean, I'm not going to strike the queen. <laughs> nope. When... When I was younger, I, I, I was, I was brash and and made some not so great decisions. As as I'm sure you're aware, 
there's a lot of regulations over who the the incoming merciful divine can can marry and and it's it's purely for procreation and and there's centuries of law set down for for what we can do but i was young and i was foolish and there was this elf from roe who was traveling through i decided to go out and into the town one day in disguise and we met and he took me to his hotel room and a few months later I was pregnant this was back when your mother was working for me she okay. was my, my right hand my right hand woman and we knew that if anybody were to find out that I had a child out of, of wedlock, a child with a, a high elf, not a wood elf, not one of us, they never would have let me become the merciful divine. Okay. So your parents offered when we hid the pregnancy and and when I gave birth, your parents retired. They took you what and and raised you we didn't it started out we didn't want the scandal and then for your safety no. what we needed to protect you but you are my child why do you think i cared for you why do you think i've been watching you why do you think i wanted you back here the more you knew it was going to put a t- bigger target on your head. I don't know if these people are after you because Caitlin, you're of royal blood. My whole life has been a lie? Not a lie, just a deceit for your protection. The people who I thought were my parents are not my parents? Would you say that Dover is no less your brother? Or that your parents are not his parents? Of course not. He was a baby when we found him on the side of the road. But we told him about his past. He knows what happened. It was too dangerous to tell you. And don't don't blame your parents. You can blame me. I asked them not to. Oh, I'm blaming you. I probably deserve that. But I hope you can come to understand that none of this was out of malice or spite. It was only meant to protect you. You brought your son back to your castle and then sent him on a mission to go check out a tower that could have been possibly messed up, but you think my safety is the highest thing? Can you knew about the beasts in the forest? And that's why we sent you. Because look at what you've done with those beasts. You saved your entire family. You are destined for greatness, Cade. Cadewin turns away. What do you do when you turn away? I'm just like, I'm assuming there's probably a window near me. Yeah, there's like a bunch of windows. I'm, I'm going to just like walk over to one and like look out at the sea, if it's pointing towards the sea or the forest or wherever it's pointing. Yeah, it would definitely be pointing to the sea. This, this okay. has, I mean, this is like part of her bed chambers. Oh, uh, yeah. This is, you know, where the, the good views are. Okay. Yeah, I'm just like staring out at the sea, just like, like taking a moment of like silence to just like let it sink in that I am the son of the queen and that makes me somehow a weird prince and the brother who I thought was my brother isn't my brother and 
yeah, I'm just like just questioning every aspect of my life now. And while you're doing, are you gonna are you gonna kind of be there for a while? Yeah, I'm. I'm just like like just blankly staring out the window. And so while you're doing that, your your father is gonna come over and kind of put his arm around you. Ooh, I don't know if Kate's ready for that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's going to do it. <laughs> Might, like, not, like, push him away, but definitely, like, take a side step. Okay. Kate, I know this is a lot. And I, I can't begin to apologize for the years of, of lying. We had always planned on telling you but we knew if anybody found out it would just put you more in danger put a target on you on your family on your brothers hmm. we couldn't do that it's why we made sure to tell Dover what happened because of all the guilt that hmm. we have felt of having to keep the secret from you but yet you thought it would be fine for me to just run through the forest and flee and possibly never know. And he's gonna kind of look down and say, I gave you a note. Yeah, you said it would open when it was ready to open. You should you should check the note. I just like still stare off into the sea. Kind of just I hear him, but there's too many eyes on me to be like, okay, let me pull out my note really quick. Okay, and he's just going to kind of back off. Okay. And they're just going to kind of give you some time. Knowing that I have this note to read, I would say, like, he stands there for five more minutes, just, like, in silence, and he slowly turns around and looks. I'm So my parents and Idina is it's still there. Yep. So I, I just turn around and look at all of them and just, so what now? And Idina's going to speak. And just say, I know this is a lot for you to process. You up my hand. still have a room here. You can go there and take all the time you need. Why do you think I would want to stay here? It's, the, it's where your parents are. It's where your brothers are. Actually, where are my brothers? They're, they're in their room playing. I think I'm gonna go see that. Okay. She will kind of gesture to one of her stewardesses uh, to come in and guide you to their room. Okay. Okay, so you will go to their room. Uh, not quite as lavish as yours, <laughs> but still very, very nice. Still okay. bigger I mean, than your I mean, hut, but they're sharing, yeah. they're sharing a room. They're sharing a room and it's probably the nicest thing that they've ever seen. Yeah. Who do I see first? You would see them both. Like they're kind oh, of they're in just the like, middle of the room. Okay. Gerard, Dover. And they're going to run up to you and hug you. I, I hug them back and just, like, take a moment of just, like, holding on to them, like, just kind of forgetting for a second all the stuff that had just transpired. And then I, I hold them back, both of them, and just, like, look at them, ch check to see if they're hurt at all, or see if there's anything wrong. Nope. They are, they are fine. There's, okay. like, no injuries on them whatsoever. Okay, cool. So, did you guys get a chance to meet the queen? Oh, yes. Isn't isn't this amazing? Look at this place. It's, it's huge. Yeah, that would be uh, Dover, your younger, the youngest oh. of them. Yeah, it's, it's pretty big. It's, yeah. Are you guys being treated well? And, and Durad just kind of, like, looks around. And it's like gesturing to all of the like <laughs> luxuriousness. And he's like, no, they're treating us horribly. What? Yes, they're treating us well. Look at, look at this. Can you believe that we're living with the merciful divine? Yeah. You don't... Has she said anything to you? Talked to you? Not really. We figure she's busy. Yeah. Ruling the country and stuff. Well, she had I us for dinner got... the first night we were here. Can you believe they had eight courses? Eight courses in one meal. That's crazy. Who needs that many courses? That's a lot of food. 
I'm sure you ate it all. Well, yeah, I didn't want to be rude. I even took a little bit back for later. <laughs> well, I just got here, and I I wanted to see both of you since it's been a, a week since I've seen you. But I need to go back and talk with Mom and Dad and the Queen. So I'll be back later. Okay, we'll be here. Sorry, I go back. I just, I, I think Cade was thinking that he just needed to, like, have a, a way out of that situation. Um, but instead, he actually will go to this room that's, he'll, he'll tell the person who's guiding him to, like, take him to the room. Okay. So you get to your room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, there, I, like, again, look around at this ridiculously large room, way too fancy thing. I, I find the... I, is there a desk, right? Yeah. I, I'll go to the desk. I'll rummage through my pack, and I'll, I'll pull out that note. Okay. Uh, you pull out the note, and you notice that the wax that was kind of sealing it is no longer sealing it. Okay. I, I open it. Okay. So inside, you see... It's like a paper that was wrapped around a picture... A photograph of you as a baby uh, being held by the merciful divine before she was the merciful divine and your parents kind of right next to her. Okay. I take, I let that sink in for a second and then I'll, I'll put it aside and I'll open the note. And it's going to say, my dearest Kate, it is one of our biggest regrets in life that we have not been able to tell you everything that we knew about who you were, about who you are, and who you can become. When the Merciful Divine asked us to care for you, of course we did. We just saw one look at your face and fell in love, and we knew that we wanted nothing but the best for you. And we knew that even though she might not have had the best of intentions and she was mostly concerned about preventing whatever scandal she might have encountered, we also knew that there would be a high price on your head if people knew that they had a child, that she had a child with a, a foreigner, with a stranger, to taint the bloodline of, of Soli, it, it would... It would not be acceptable. There are many zealots out there who would view your mere existence as a threat to everything that they know and believe. We knew it wasn't safe to tell you, but we knew someday you needed to know. So we gave you this letter before we sent you away. We want you out of Soli. These people seem to have learned about who you are and they will stop at nothing to find you we think it is only best if you leave we will find you again we made sure that the wax on this letter would be sealed until you left so in case you were caught by inspections or or customs it it would not be opened we didn't want anybody to read it but it was designed to dissolve as soon as you crossed the border into Cantharis, as soon as you had enough time to get away. We love you, Cade, and we will come find you. Love, Mom and Dad. Cade definitely has a, a tear in his eye and probably one or two on his cheek by the end of it. Um, yeah. And you're gonna so, you're gonna hear a small knock on the door. Enter. And your dad's gonna enter. Ha, have you had time to read it? I did. I, I mean, I, your mom wrote it because you know my penmanship is not great, Horrible. but we meant everything. And I know you're questioning things, but don't ever question that you're our son. Or that we love you, and that we wouldn't do anything for you. 
And I have something for you to, to signify that. And he's going to reach around, uh, kind of like pull one of his hands out behind his back. And he's going to pull out a new, well, an old longbow that you've never seen yeah. before. And he's going to say, I, I want you to have this. Well, who? What? But we just bought my new one. Whose is this? This is... It belonged to my mother. It is one of my most prized possessions. And I always said I would keep it and pass it down to my son. And so now oh, I want to give this to you. And he's going to reach out and kind of give it to you. Cadwin takes it. So when you, when you look at it, you'll see uh, kind of carved along the, like the wooden edge of the bow. Uh, is the name Niwa, uh, which is your dad's mother's name. And he's going to say, this was her bow. And she was one of the best rangers I've ever met. One of the best people I've ever known. And I know that you're going to be just like her. She, she would have been so proud of you. You've turned into such a fine young man. Cadwin hugs his father and starts to cry. He's going to hug you back, and he's going to, like, <laughs> try not to cry. But a little tears are going to come out. Okay. No, like, he has no words at this time. Yeah, like, he... Neither does yeah. your father. <laughs> okay, so after you kind of have that bonding experience with your dad, uh, what do you do next? I mean, technically, I haven't actually long rested, so... <laughs> I'm, like, really, really tired because I've just been, like, running on adrenaline to make sure my family is safe. Yeah, and like, then, just taking short rest uh, until you got there. Yeah. yeah. So you're probably just going to, like, pass out. Like, I'm probably hungry, like, starving because I probably was, like, eating jerky on the way. Um, and then, yeah, probably, like, go have some food and then, yeah, pass out. Okay. So you pass out. You are awoken early in the morning by a knocking on the door. And you hear a voice yelling, It's time to get up. Wake up. What? What time is it? Ugh. It is time to begin. Begin what? And the door kind of flings open. And a very brusque man kind of like walks in and throws open all of the curtain shades. Uh, and you can God. see that it's like just becoming... Like, the sun is barely rising. Like, it is still pretty dark outside. <laughs> Who are you? Come on. This is the... We're losing the nighttime. We got to go train. Come on. Up, up, up. Train? Is he, like, forcing me out of bed? Not, like, physically yet. Oh, okay. Train for what? I just got here. I literally ran across the country... Like, what is going on? Leave me alone. And then he's going to say, I, I, your, your training starts today. Surely you were told. No, this is my response for being told what's happening throughout the day. Okay, well, your parents have arranged for me to train you, so I am going to train you. It is time to start now. The name's Haddon. Haddon? Yeah. H-A-D-D-E-N. And so Haddon... Uh, now that the the windows are open a little bit, because it was like pitch black before he opened them, and now it's like slightly not quite as dark. Um, but you notice that you can see a little bit better in the dark than you have before. What? Hmm. hmm. What is? Okay, so you you came here to train me before the sun is up. Yeah, the nighttime is the best time for this. So we gotta get going. We gotta hurry. Uh, so when you, when you look at Haddon, he is a half elf who is dressed okay. in kind of all leather armor, slinging like a giant uh, longbow over the back, uh, and he has like a big quill of arrows. And he kind of okay. walks over to the corner, grabs like your pile of clothes, and throws it at you, um, and throws your bow at you, and says, "Meet me downstairs in five minutes." Five minutes. And he turns around and walks out the door. Cadwin gets up, stretches, like, very disoriented, and begrudgingly puts on 
his stuff, and like he as he's walking down the stairs to I don't know where because I don't know where the down there is. He's like still buckling his chainmail onto himself. And so while you're getting ready, um, your brother Durad kind of runs up near you and says, "Come on, we've got to hurry. The training begins now. Follow me." You're up too. And he just kind of runs forward and says, "Come on, we don't want to make head and wait." So Cadwin just lets out a big sigh and then just drags along after him. Okay, so you run outside, kind of into the courtyard. Uh, so the courtyard is in the in, in the very middle of this castle. So this castle is built around a courtyard. So it has like all open, and there's a bunch of trees. There's it's almost like a conservatory with like trees and, and other stuff oh, going on in there. An arboretum, an ar- if you will. Yes, an arboretum. Uh, so Durad kind of runs into the middle and says, come on, what are you waiting for? I'm waiting t- for you to tell me what I am being trained for. What are we doing out here, Durad? We're training. And kind of instantly where Durad was, he just transforms into Haddon. What the... And that is your first lesson. First lesson of what? Still, no one has told me. What am I being trained for? Why did you were You were my brother, and now you're this person. What is happening? And after our training, you'll be able to become or look like anyone you want. Your father told me that you were training to be a ranger. Well, I am one of the best rangers around. I have had the, the most training. I have served everywhere. But... People know who you are, so it is important that you learn to hide in plain sight. So you're training me to become a ranger? Yes. But not just any ranger. You will be a gloom stalker. Being able to hide in the shadows, take anybody by surprise, and alter your appearance whenever you want. No one will find you. Gloom stalking training start... Before, after breakfast? No. Breakfast is for the week. Now. He kind of throws your arrow, your bow and arrows, and says, show me what you got. Thank you all for tuning in for another episode. Make sure you come back next week where we will get to find out what Diana Fire, Glugtar, and Zavros are doing. Until next week.